and they can have my things when we're dead. The boys cast. The fucking dogs are back. You know what it is. We don't know why we're telling you. What is it? This is well. It's or what, a, or is it? Is the correct response what it is or what is it? There's two parts to that, and the first part is this is a special day for all of us. Yeah. Because as you know, I've been making predictions. The Demi Lovato and representative of other crazies of the world. Yeah. I've been saying that. You know, these people shouldn't be out there talking about politics. They shouldn't be talking about, you know, what 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 we can do as a country. These people you mean crazies? <laughs> the crazies. There's no situation where Demi Lovato is going to have the answer to the economy's problems, no. the racial strife in this country, the gender divide, mm. and what to do about it. But what she can do is hunt for aliens. <laughs> oh, go, de- oh, definitely the alien hunting. <laughs> go, the problem with the crazies, too, is they are the most opinionated. They're the most opinionated. They're the ones who are like, they think they have all the answers. And forever, you know, the college girls of the world, there was always some of them that really wanted to tell you how to run the world. But there was a good sect of them that were very focused on astrology, for example. Oh, I love astrology. They were focused on astrology, telling you what your sign means. They were focused on crystals, for example. Yeah. And these are good love things. Love a good crystal. Exactly. And they're great things for girls to be focused on. We go, listen... <laughs> we go. Uh, I have something for you to solve. Yeah, and you go poke over there. Yeah. She, what What are the <laughs> spiritual healing qualities of this crystal? Exactly. She goes. I have something. I have some things I want to tell you about the economy. And you go. I have. Uh, I'd love to get to that, but we have a bigger problem. Uh, I just got this bucket of crystals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even that. You go. I'd love to hear about which crystals are going to save the economy. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell us which crystal selection we need to put on our on the desk of the fucking Jerome Powell so yeah, that yeah. the economy gets saved. Just figure That's figure so out the right crystal selection. That's so funny. You're Imagine in, what would you do if you fucking Congress? saw? No, what would you do if you like Jerome Powell like saw a photo of him and he had like the fake fool's gold that my, my that my girl got in fucking Texas or whatever? Good for the economy. <laughs> he goes, wait, is he doing the fucking prosperity fool's gold he stone? Has the prosperity like he's so desperate. Stone. Like he's so backed against a corner, has no idea. Like he's just like, I have no idea. His wife's like, you've tried all the other things. Just try what I said now. <laughs> Try the just, crystal. You know what? If it doesn't work, just humor me and try the crystal. Try the crystal. But you get up in front of uh, <laughs> Parliament or Congress or whatever, and you go, listen, I've... Uh, <laughs> I've like solved- right before, he's just holding the crystals. <laughs> he's rubbing them as he goes, look, uh, inflation is... Uh, it's transitory. I'm telling you, it's temporary inflation. It's go- so crazy. It's just my work. I have this crystal <laughs> that's about to solve it that was given to me by Mrs. Powell. <laughs> Well, Demi Lovato, she spent, she's been looking for aliens right now, and she's hot on the trail. The aliens are actually... That's the thing. If you're an alien right now, and you heard Demi was up, because they've been sitting comfortably, even even when it starts to come out, when there was, uh, you know, what's that place that uh, that all the aliens were? Where they, Area 51. Area 51, for example. They were always hot on the aliens' trails, right? But they were never actually able to crack the case. No, no. And they're always like, oh, it was a weather balloon. The, the government's got a the lot of The government's sort of covering for them, but the government doesn't want to know what to do really now that Demi's on the case right so Demi Lovato's out there and they were like fuck we've been hiding this for the people forever and Demi Lovato (laughs) was about to get to the bottom of it so they're shaking in their boots at the government right (laughs) she got what they were fucking uh, Tom DeLonge Tom DeLonge, well, he's probably so happy. He's like, finally, some of the big guns are coming out. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, I'm just, I'm not a big enough celebrity. And he goes, yeah, so this is what Demi Lovato, uh, this is some of the updates that she's made. You've made contact. I have made contact. 
it's not been in like the ET phone home type of right. sense, but I have made contact by meditating and looking up and seeing things in the sky that weren't there when I started meditating. So now that you've this is huge fucking news. <laughs> yeah, I mean stars like move and stuff. Uh, that's you, the thing. Though. She's the type of person who would see a satellite or like a, a plane and be like. Look at that star right there. It's moving so fast across the She's sky. She's chatting to aliens when she meditates. That's the thing. So she goes like this. I goes, mean, I know some hippies who believe that too, though. They think they're chatting to aliens. Well, there's people who are like... They think the universe is sort of the well, DMT situation. There are people who believe that like once you really max out meditation, it's you can make yourself essentially achieve the same state as like taking acid or DMT okay. or whatever. Like they're like, you straight up are like, you're like, I, I don't take acid because I can just trip. Once I hit this point, I don't need in to. I'm so good at meditating. I just yeah, go, yeah, yeah. No, but, but literally, I've, I've heard that from people where they go, like, I can make myself just go. And on then a what happens is you get in touch with the aliens. Yeah. But it is funny, though. They go, so. The <laughs> or you're just breathing so deeply that you're just like so close to passing out, and you're like. It also sort of is taking the easy way out, too, where they're like, okay, we got this new show, and you're going to go hunt for aliens. And she goes, she just closes her eyes, and she goes, I'm one step ahead of you. I'm actually chatting with them yeah. right now. <laughs> I got them on the horn. Found them. <laughs> Yeah, she goes. She's like the equivalent of like. Remember that crossing over guy from back in the day when he's talking to dead people? Yeah, and he yeah, had all yeah, the people, yeah. And he goes, he goes. Hold on, let me just chat to them. And go. They, they say they're they're good. And you go, okay, is that it? And Those goes, guys yeah, are incredible. That guy was the best one. I like the idea of just going to a, like a medium and then make up people. You go, yeah, my like grandfather just died two days ago, even though both your grandfathers are alive at the time. <laughs> and you get him. You <laughs> you get that guy chatting. They'll all give you a thing. That guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, that's a, the thing. The guy, guys, I only guys are no. It's, you have to go to a guy one now because I've been told. I think Ricky Velez is the one who told me this that all the the um, the fortune tellers, a lot of them are just actually fucking tugs. They're fortune and tugs. <laughs> you mean the ones that like in the East Village or like around? Well, place. you know how you they're go. All, they're on the street. Like how they, many times have we had this conversation? We go, how's this place in business? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how they're in business. They're all tugs. That, that makes sense. You get a fortune and tug. Yeah. Do you know that? I did not know. He seemed very convinced. He's been like a New Yorker, New Yorker. A for you know, it's weird that you would think that they wouldn't be like, you know what? We're going to give you a massage, a fortune. Like, why not bring them all under well, the umbrella? Well, that's the thing. There you go. You know, they're, I'm going to give you a massage. You're like, well, dude, I'm going to give you. No, yeah, well, they should give you a massage with your fortune. But they go, you know, I'm just in your past. You go, do you see anything? Hard and then very new future. <laughs> seems like honestly like a Nathan for you or something. Where you're like, yeah, you're like, like yeah, I'm like my massage business is not doing well enough. You no, know, your fortune you, business you or whatever any of them. You have you considered adding like fortunes and tugs? Have you considered adding tugs to your <laughs> real estate empire? <laughs> your you go, construction business. Yeah, you go, it turns out I'm just a prostitute <laughs> house <now."> and tug. <laughs> but they build your house for like eight months, and then at the end of the eight months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like once I get all the permits, and like, yeah, this is the last part of it. Just <laughs> yeah, jerk yeah. you off. Just sign this form and just do one more <laughs> step, and the house is yours. <laughs> you go, what? Don't you remember? It's our, our business for construction and tug. You know what would be a good one is a notary and tug. Because <laughs> like no, a lot of notaries, all they really do is they're like, there's a million of them, and they, you give them a hundred bucks, and they just they have the stamp. Why not get right? a tug? Right? But it. they're like, it's so competitive because there's a like, who, how do you pick a notary? Right? <laughs> right. You go, well, what notary? But if you have a notary, you go, well, all right. Now well, that I've done the stamp. Well, Demi Lovato has been out there talking to the aliens, and more important than that, the. Uh, Probably the second worst type of girls. This is what she looks like if she wasn't. You know Amy Siskind? Yeah, yeah. That's what Demi we Lovato... We talked about her recently. Yeah, exactly. We had her. We put We're, her on blast. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching... Well, she's the worst of the worst, right? It's almost like... 
Do you know the people that just 100% went all in on Trump and, you know, that now and now they're selling like freedom blank paper and it's like blank paper if you like freedom, <laughs> like socks if you like the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Just all this stuff, right? Yeah. But it's like she, hers is worse, uh, in my opinion, because she's just 100% like uh at least the the like if you like freedom guys or the constitution thing it's not the repercussions of it aren't so bad well they pick a thing where it's like it's it's similar to how they go to the anti pedophilia stuff where they go what you're like against Exactly. Freedom. You're, they they take these things where like you can't be against them, but then they wrap all their bullshit in like alongside of it, and then you go, "What? You're against freedom?" And you're like, "No, I'm not against." But all this other stuff, you're getting pretty wacky with. Yeah, and I'm even more saying just like the corniness element of it, mm -hmm. rather than. But this girl, so the pretty funny. If you check out her her uh, uh, Twitter, she's the ultimate. She's kind of like Occupy Democrats, where it's like. Retreat of retreat of Trump's orange. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, of course. Qu quote tweet if uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like or like like if if he's orange or retweet. That's what it or is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I messed up that whole analogy. The little vote. I, I felt like I was walking the plank as I was doing it too. I was really disappointed in myself. I should be able to do this. I was muttering on my words. But uh, <laughs> Amy's this guy. And she, so basically, there's this account like Defiant L's, and all they do is uh, repost like back to back people's hypocrisies. Mm -hmm. And uh -oh. you see them pop up every once in a while, right? What what's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm just. You <clears> what you just have? You, you just said hypocrisies. What's that? Uh oh. <laughs> There's a lot of people right now who are like hypocrisies, philosophies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't hear that word anymore. Nah, it is bad. Yeah, Without but that wanting to spit, you know. I know, but it, so she basically, she's done a whole bunch of them. Some of her biggest ones is when she's kind of coming at people being like. Uh, anyone who takes the Trump vaccine is a fucking idiot. I would never oh, in a million years. That is by far the That's the best. biggest hypocrisy thing, right? Oh, my God. Like Kamala, she's like, I would never take a vaccine. All of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, no, it's not even one thing. It's like the best is that they're now forcing you. They went from like, I would never, <laughs> yeah. not to be like, hey, it's available. If you'd like to take it, go take it. Right. They went from, I will never take it to you have to take it. Right. So the most of the people you kind of, so there's so many people in the world where you're just like, I could convince this person to fucking do anything. Like all these people, because there's two ways to look at people like that. The one way to look at people like that is to get mad. And then the, or, or there's three. The other way is to look and get funny or to think it's funny. And the third way to look at people like that, where you're just like, dude, I could fucking like run the world so easily where you go, like how easy do we have a start a cult where you go, people like that, if you had their ear for a week, you go, I could convince them of almost anything and they would die for the cult. Oh, yeah. And you could convince them of stuff that they thought was true a week ago is really not true for the cause right now. Mm -hmm. So you, there's, you could get soldiers together if you want to take advantage of the fact that people like this exist, right? It's called gaslighting. It's a very effective technique. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, I, I would so give, what, what you could gaslight them with a fucking uh, Dutch oven of gas too, right? <laughs> you put them onto the thing and then you start fucking, you yeah, go, just 10 bean burritos deep and you go, this doesn't smell right. And they're like, oh. that's a Dutch oven of gaslighting. <laughs> but she basically goes, she, uh, they, they posted a bunch of things back to back with her, um, saying the opposite things. And then she posted a big thing being like, these uh, places are uh, a hub of misinformation and they're like, they're oh. just sent their trolls after you and go, and they, they, she just kept saying that they're misinformation hubs, but all they do is post your tweets. Oh, that's the, yeah, yeah. Like, they, so like it's funny. like a joke Twitter account. Calling post, them. But it's, it doesn't even like say anything. Yeah, yeah. It just says, straight, straight up here's here the two things that you said. <laughs> 
And then she goes, this place is a bunch of fucking, the best, they're the posting be- misinformation. The it's best like part too is, is she posts that and they go, screenshot, save that for later. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to post it again. No, that's a, it's, it's just an endless cycle. cycle. Yeah, totally. But you were what sort did she of, work for? Uh, she used to be, I was looking like at her thing a little or bit. Something? Some bullshit like that, but she, she, she writes for a bunch of different places. But also, she used to be... Uh, like a, a hedge fund person. Oh, she's okay. like a, up there in the finance world, and then she nice. left it all behind. <laughs> Leave it all behind to you know change the world with her tweets. Yeah, but you were sort of mad personally because you said you found out there's a new commercial that Santa's gay, and you came in huffing and puffing. <laughs> I was, I was like, I cannot believe Santa's gay. <laughs> so you came in, Danny came in, he goes, "This is fun. what's next." I can't, I can't believe that Miss Claus is just his beard. This is what you said to me. You go, "What's next? The two theories, Italian." <laughs> Oh, so uh, first, this is what happens. First, they make Santa Claus gay. Next thing you know, they're making the Easter Bunny a fucking it's like Gentile. I, it's like I lost my fucking tooth, and under my goddamn pillow is just a big meatball. <laughs> so yeah, the, but this was one of the ones where uh, I think that people need to get better at not falling for these. Because again, it goes back to my theory of finding it funny. But it's like so basically. They did this big commercial, and this is in Norway. For the post office. It's for the post office. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know what it is? Like, this is like the classic, like, you just give people, like, government a budget to do stuff. And they're like, nobody's really reining them in or anything. Nobody's reining them in. And this is the only thing they can do where, uh, like, from a like political standpoint they can be like we're on the right side even if you make a mistake of course so you you make a mistake and you're accidentally do something in the name of wokeness yeah. you're like in less trouble than if you're accidentally racist right but anyway, I, I wonder if their meeting with someone was like what is santa's gay and they're like i love it and they go oh what if he's God. also muslim and they're like hmm probably too far mm-hmm but they came out. So people are, I think that uh, there's a lot of people posting. I don't know if the backlash was as severe as they want it to be. Because I think people There's no maybe, such thing as backlash when it's the government, though. Like, you can't, like, it's like CBC's backlash is a similar what thing. What are you going to do, boycott them? What are you going to do? Boycott the post your, office? What are you going to do, not pay your taxes? Like, <laughs> you're going to fucking eat your gruel and you're going to like it. <laughs> Every time you go to the post office, they have a big photo of Santa with his fucking stroke in his car. Yeah, just like a massive, just like reindeer transplant. He's coming cock. down the chimney in a ball gag. <laughs> that's that's where he's going, right? But I guess the idea for the commercial was, um, the, and New York Post, by the way, is so extra. Sometimes they go, uh, North Region Post puts a ho ho homo twist on the. Ah, uh, yeah, they got the, good. This is what New York uh, fucking post says. I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus, and then so someone's writing to Santa Claus, and basically they're saying they're in love with them because they, you know, all they want for Christmas is Santa to come fucking give them the gears, right? (laughs) And then he's it's a four minute commercial, by the way, too. But you know how you give Santa milk and cookies? Yeah, Uh, his cookies, like the box of cookies with his, (laughs) he does the oh yeah, the popcorn trick with the cookie box. Santa's here. Go open the box. Open the box, Santa. Oh, you here for your milk and cookies? Yeah, yeah. Is it my fucking right there, Santa? <laughs> Grab one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You like that, Sam? Some looks like two of us are getting a present this year. The way it? they kiss in the commercial too, because at the end they kiss. And they're like, they're you were, that's like, when you really, your fucking steam was coming out of your well, ears. Well, no, I was just like, it's just like so funny because you're like, you'd think it would be like a really like super gay kiss and you could tell it's two straight guys kissing because they're just like, they're like, 
Oh, you saw there were straight people in the roles. Yeah, it didn't seem you didn't it didn't do it for you. You wasn't believable enough for you to fucking get no, rock. Which would be a big scandal in Norway that they cast straight people <laughs> as gay. I people. had uh, I was doing this this show this week with like fucking all Italians. Did you do that? No. What no? But oh, you went to the Brooklyn Comedy Club after. So basically, this Italian, oh, saw, yeah, this yeah, Italian I, family I heard, I rented heard, out I the place. I was there, right? I got okay. there at the end of it. Full Italian family, and they rented Dude, out they're the... they're like tracksuits and stuff. <laughs> exactly, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's like... Chris Scopa, who's in a bunch of the videos, very Italian. You should have seen this guy. He was he went, he knew all the cheat codes. He's going up. He's doing the equivalent of like, oh, we got Dolphins fans in the crowd. And I'll speak a little slower, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I go... <laughs> he he was going hard. He knew all the cheat codes, telling. He goes. He at one point he goes. Ah, you got an Uncle Richard here? He goes, oh, we do have an Uncle Richard. He goes, we all got an Uncle Dick. He, <laughs> he knew that they had a guy named Richard in the family. It's an uncle. Not that crazy. It's, I don't know. He knew the cheat codes, but then I go. Uh, no, but the, the Uncle Richard, like, just a, that's an Italian thing? He like, knew. It that, seems like that's a common thing. He knew that it, they had an Uncle Dicky, man. He knew. <laughs> oh, Dicky. Yeah, yeah. So then also, which I guess is an Irish thing, but for some reason he knew. He goes, maybe every family's got one. For some reason, maybe they just call him that. Yeah. I had a pretty funny thing, though. There was a dad there who kept talking or whatever, right? And I was like, oh, this guy's old. I was saying that he was, is he putting in performances? Some version of that, right? And then he goes, oh, buddy, my dick's so hard I can hang laundry on it. And then I I go, yeah, and then you look at the wife and you go, hey, it's two things you won't touch. <laughs> I was fucking, yeah, I, was, I was in like full boonch yeah, mode, yeah, right? Yeah. But anyways, these, these guys couldn't have been happy yeah, when I they find out the Santa's end, gay. They, they were literally like, it's like, are they like shooting an episode of Sopranos and this is like the fucking yeah. holding for the extras or something? I want to tell these guys though, they just fucking show this commercial. They just come up, full Italian family, you just show this commercial, yeah. you go, hey, what do you think of this new Santa thing? We're going to show it to your 10 year olds. What do you think? <laughs> Santa comes out, he goes, The best would be a, a Guido Santa. They go, Hey, how's it going? And then, <laughs> but then he's gay, but too. gay too. And then, like, because they're like, Yeah, we fucking like this. And then he goes, Yo, let me fucking suck that cock of yours. They go, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck's up, eh? I'm gonna fucking suck on that. Uh, little Uncle Dicky, give me a fucking Dicky in the back seat, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. That was yeah. I saw them though. I came in right at the end, and everybody was like, "This." They were horrible. With the new commercial depicting Chris Kingle as a gay man, the ad, which features English subtitles, has amassed uh, uh, 150,000 views and hundreds of divided comments. So you can say about the gay ad, basically it's fair to say that some people liked it and some people didn't like it. Mm, interesting. <laughs> That's the takeaway, right? Interesting. <laughs> also, they should. I think if you're going to do it this way, they should just go all in where they go. Santa comes down the chimney. He's got a ball gag in. He jacks off a bunch of guys. His beard's full of cum. He's burning <laughs> flags. And then they go, Norway's post office. Like the best is <laughs> he rips up post. a He rips up the Norway constitution. He's wearing nine <laughs> COVID masks. He's. He's <laughs> send more mail this year. Yeah, he's polyamorous. He's demisexual. His gender changes every two fucking seconds. <laughs> It's weird that they kind of used the post office for that, too, because I guess that was more like the government just wanted to put this out. And they're like, what, like, who do we attach this to? Like, they, had to we figure, they knew well, we wanted who, a gay Santa thing. But what government do we attach this to? And they go, yeah, I don't know. And like, like, I'm sure they were like, what? I think the, it should be for the army? IRS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the taxes. <laughs> yeah, the IRS. Don't yeah. forget to pay your taxes this year. Also, Santa's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy fucking Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Also, and then just pants to Santa. He goes, "Ho, ho, ho! I'm gay." No, this is what they should do. Santa comes down. He's gay, and then he goes, 
All right. And then they go, after the guy sucks him off, he goes, Merry Christmas. And Santa goes, it's happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's happy no. holidays, you fucking bigot. Yeah. So also Santa's gay, but also he doesn't, you're not supposed to say. Which, you know what the funny part about these ones are? Because they said, okay, it's an... They said, post them, so the post office is an inclusive workplace with a great diversity. The company's marketing director, Monica Solzberg. So would you be able to get, uh, predict that the girl was in charge of that fucking ad? No, no. She told the LGBTQ nation of the commercial, which was, that, which is funny, the uh, LGBTQ nation being like, we love the post office now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the website that this is on? Uh, oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. This is the website that the person was oh. the person marketing directors. Their whole the whole game of being in advertising is trying to get the awards and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole game of getting the awards now is probably being progressive, right? Like, there's no industry in the world more than advertising where they just constantly pat themselves on the back. Yeah, I feel like they do stuff with it. I feel like I've seen this before, where it's something where it's like Jesus, but then he was gay, and then and then they probably were like, let's make Jesus gay, and they're like, somebody's done that. Okay, yeah. But they're like, well, Santa's available. Santa's available, <laughs> and the Easter Bunny can be next year. So they go, which commemorates 50 years since Norway decriminalized, hetero, homo, uh, they decriminalized homosexuality. But I've been saying on stage that America's sort of like the sober friend, too. and Because uh, America's always uh, getting mad at places like Russia uh, that, aren't, that it's kind of uh, illegal to be gay married. Mm -hmm. And they're always kind of like... Oh, they should take their Olympics away, right? And stuff like that. Yeah. But it was only illegal in America in 2015. I know. It was like. <laughs> so, but is that not the most American thing ever? That in 2015, it was illegal. By 2016, they were already yelling at other countries. That totally. Did, and uh, I've been saying that people in America is kind of like the the friend that gets sober and then shows up to the party the next day. You guys are all degenerate. Yeah, of course. Like found, found God, and you're like, you were fucking. This is you yesterday. You did it. You post punched a hole through the window. Yeah, of course. You're like, yeah, you hit rock bottom like two days ago, which is why <laughs> you're like this now. We can all handle our shit. Also, also that's another good one we've been saying because do you know how I, I said that, that I have that uh, that joke where. There's um, basically a um, a girl that she was like I was crying every day because I was actually should have been a man and mm -hmm. I knew I was in the wrong body and it was like <clears throat> that must suck but if you were crying every day because you're a, and you're a chick like maybe you were born in the perfect body like maybe God nailed it <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like I've been sort of saying that for a bit but then we were loving the idea of or me and Colin were sort of joking around like, well imagine it was the other way of a guy being like you know I was born in the wrong body and every day I just punched a hole in the drywall and. <laughs> And yeah, just yesterday, I, b I beat my wife because the Jets didn't cover the spread. But that's only because I'm a chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the old chick me acting up. Yeah. So, but um, this is what I kind of think. If you actually are to, if you actually are to take this at face value and go uh, from first principles, whenever they change characters or whatever, obviously there's some degree where you just go the. The there's obviously you're trying to rub this in my face or whatever, but the other part is which ones can you actually change? And to me, I feel like if you made Santa uh, any other race or anything like that, you have a good you have a good point. But when you make him gay though, you go yeah, but he has a wife and all the things. Yeah, yeah. So is he like in the closet? <laughs> so and even if he is in the closet, so is now Santa cheating on your wife? Like you're sort of slandering, you're outing him. If you anything, kind of, you kind of. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, because <laughs> Santa's in the closet. Isn't that the whole thing? You're not supposed to out people. So Santa is getting some dick on the DL mm -hmm. when he's, uh, you know, he's like, oh, that was just going to get some milk. Yeah, like his, his wife's like, why'd you go back to deliver presents at you know Tyrone's house four times? <laughs> 
<laughs> also, he's like it's the most wholesome. He's like the most. It's like literally Santa Claus. He like delivers. Not Mel. Not the way Mel Gibson plays him. If yeah, you watch that movie, no, I haven't seen that. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Good. Crappy, but fine. It's about crappy, but good. Yeah, I told. I would totally recommend watching that. <clears throat> but uh, it's a hunk of shit. <laughs> and he has a wife, right? Yeah. Well, he did. And then all the Well, but the I, kids I, I mean, we literally the... last week did an article that you can be gay, and the guy was like, I'm gay, and I have I a wife. I guess that's what gave him the idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They moved fast there. They read that article in the New York Post, and then in a week, they had a fucking... I think the Russia Post, like, <clears throat> they need to do find, like, some other countries they are super male. Like, the Russia Post comes out with their articles, like... Santa's super straight. Mm -hmm. You know, he comes out. He's playing beer Oh, their Santa looks like Schwarzenegger from, like, the 80s. <clears throat> like, Santa Russia is fucking, like, just mega Chad. <laughs> yeah. You know. So Russia should do their certain thing where it's like, uh, someone comes in and he won't even give presents to homos. <laughs> yeah. Like, he slides down the chimneys and there's two guys cuddling and he goes, none of that gay shit. I mean, and then he goes, you know what you get for Christmas? A Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, remember Russia? Like, I don't know if they do it a lot anymore, but remember, like, you would see the, here's some wacky commercial from Russia, and it'd just be like basically softcore porn. Like, there would be right. like, it would be a commercial for I don't know, like whatever, some clothing company, and then just like naked chicks in it. That would what do you come out for? Yeah, straight up commercial, and now they're like Santa laying pipe. <laughs> yeah, it comes down the yeah, that's what it'd be. It comes literally, down the chimney, Santa comes down the chimney, and it's just like a bunch of like fucking co-ed chicks, and they're like, and then he just like rails all. It's just like college hardcore. Goer porn and then he goes russia post office send more mail and then they just leave that's the russia, russia post office sponsored by <laughs> vladimir putin himself and then he sort of winks at the camera he goes i got your back well they go anyways finally to unable to contain his love they start making out and that's when danny fucking finally blew they his gasket he called they his were, mom and he goes like, you'll never fucking believe it santa's gay now <laughs> Do you know, the that's right the santa black thing is funny because I, I would say that 9,000 comics have that joke. Mm -hmm. How many comics have the joke where they go, what if, well, Santa has to be white because you can't let a brother be coming course, into yeah, people's yeah, houses. Yeah, 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 of course. Or, and if Santa was, uh, and then they go, they go through all the different Santas, right? They go, if he was uh, this, he'd be late all the time. You know what I mean? If he was Asian Santa, he motherfucker be adding up presents. <laughs> Do they ever have mall Santas that are non-white? I'm, I'm surprised like they're not coming yeah, for that. So, yeah. Like they'll have just no, like a, they a do, black yeah. mall Santa? Yeah, for sure. You think that they don't have that? I don't know. I'm, it's a, I'm Jewish. I mean, there's pedophiles of every race. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like that would be such a nightmare though if you're, you, you're a family and you know like your kid, you have a six-year-old, and your kid sees all the stuff about Santa besides this gay commercial. Yeah. And you go, let's go to the mall and meet Santa. And then your kid's like, no, this that's is, not Santa. No, this is what's... Oh, I see. You know, your kid, you go like, well, because the race No, but you always... I think any parents tell their kids, they go, no, that's not Santa. That's one of his boys. He's got a, he's got a bunch of people. I thought the whole thing is when you go to the mall, you're like, you're meeting Santa. I was never told that. My parents were I like, never, oh, no, Santa has his minions. <laughs> uh, so I'm just sitting on a minion's lap then? <laughs> So what's the point of this then? I'm getting a photo with a fucking minion? What the fuck am I doing, Mom? <laughs> I remember I had a lot of things like that. I think I might have talked about this like early in this podcast, but when the when the tooth fairy was uh kicking when I was young, mm -hmm. I put my teeth under the the pillow. But I didn't tell my mom because I had my suspicions and I was like six. And then I woke up in the morning and I came back into my, I walked into my mom's room and I was like, yeah, see, so I knew you were the tooth fairy because I didn't tell you and I didn't get any things. And she was like, 
why you're so weird. Like she's, you know, like my mom was <laughs> yeah, like, you, go, you walk in, you go, busted. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. I and came in, like, you go, I fucking busted you. Well, also my parents were like, okay, well, I guess you win because you don't get any more money for your teeth then. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, still you got to pay up. He got busted, bitch. <laughs> and she, she was just like, what's wrong with you? Like, just be a normal kid. I remember. And I was I, like, yo, stop trying to pull the wool over my yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I knew your fucking story didn't check out. Yeah, why don't you just stop lying to There's me? There's a fairy coming in my window, mom. I'm not fucking <laughs> stupid. Now give me five bucks. <laughs> I remember I had a loose tooth and I was like, oh, this is coming out. This is I, I, this is the only uh, thing I remember. Ching. No, no, no. Where, yeah, <laughs> Danny yeah, comes out. He, Danny comes back into his mom's room. He's got all his teeth out. He pulled them off. I have, I have my grandmother's dentures. I go, pay up, lady. It's fucking... Cash it out. No, I had one loose Every tooth. Every Jewish kid, it's buying, buying, they found out you can buy teeth on the black yeah, market for 50 cents dentures. and you get a buck for them. Yeah, your mom's like, uh, you've lost 44 <laughs> teeth this month. People don't have that many teeth. Something's not quite adding up. I don't know. But I, the Jewish kid black market for teeth. I, I think it was a fucking South Park episode, like a really old South Park episode. Oh, really? I think so, from back in the day where they had some South Park. But like, I do remember I had one loose tooth and it was like just on the cusp of, and then I woke up, I went to bed and I was like, this is coming out tomorrow and like I'm getting paid. And then I woke up and it was just gone. Like, and I was like, I woke up and I was like, my no tooth No money? Gone. It was in my mouth. Like I swallowed it. Oh, like I went to bed. Or it was just about to. Your parents came in in the middle of the night, took it out, yeah, and then you, told, you go, "Mom," and then your mom looks at your dad. She goes, "Never counting on us, John." <laughs> parents go, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> when you went to bed, the tooth was gone. I remember. I was like, I, I remember too. I was like, I, I remember like about. taking apart my bed and stuff too, looking for this tooth. Right. Like, Where the fuck is this tooth? And then I was like, Oh, you swallowed it. You're nah. Oh, that must have hurt you. <laughs> you had your fucking. Dude, you're trying was, to, were you trying to puke it back out? No, but I was <laughs> fucking. Dude, I, was, I was like a fucking like drug. I was like a drug <laughs> mule. I was like shitting in a fucking sieve, and then I was just like, It's gotta be in here somewhere. <laughs> It was like a gold fucking panhandler. I was like, come on, it's got to be in here. A Jewish kid. And I was like, I found it. I was like, ah, it's just a corn. Uh, a Jewish kid just having a fucking conniption. <laughs> Did your parents give you the money after I all? I probably. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> they go, ah, deal's a deal. A contract's a contract. <laughs> deal is a deal. <laughs> okay, so there's this um, there's this uh, article on the on the Reddit that calls everyone low value males, oh, right? Love love the fucking female dating. Strategy. Not like the high value males that subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, which, yeah. by the way, I have a lot of good ideas coming up for the Patreon. Nice. I was thinking about doing um, like a Zoom where we Zoom with everyone on the Patreon for like five minutes and release the whole thing and get uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, like maybe Tony Q and A or something. Handle the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, whatever. I had a whole bunch of different ideas, but moving on the fucking <laughs> this article for the that thinks everyone's bro. Uh, low-value males. Basically, this is what they said. The worst person for ladies. What they do is they give each other advice of men to watch out for. Spoiler alert. It's most of them. <laughs> and they said, this is, they have a problem with bros. They said, the homosocial or bro-social is the most common low-value male. They said, he's the guy who's very bro-focused. His priority is the love, respect, and adoration of his fellow bros. Boys. <laughs> They're calling you low, that's low value. They go, any bro at all, rapists and abusers, they don't even care, these type of bros. They go, they can validate their, they can validate this guy's broness. His self-esteem and image is external to his self. 
and then he gets met with his needs from his bros. Yeah. So that's their big thing. So yeah, sounds pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> All my needs, needs met. are met by the bros. Well, this is there's so much to unpack. <laughs> A lot of unpacking happening. I'll tell you, I've always said, even with. So first of all, I'll say the most simple thing is what this person is really talking about is a young dude. Yes. Or like the alternate, like the guy who's 35 getting married, but he's like in his mind still in college. And he's, you know, like, like you, you bought a house with him, you're getting married and like you have the wall of or like empty beer cans. You're, <laughs> you're, like, Come on. you're like, you know, but you like just all this stuff. You're still in college. You have a fucking yield sign like stapled to the wall. Yeah, but most stole. of those guys are with a girl who was still just that also. She's still talking yeah, about her fraternity they, but, days. But they never, they're like, she's so he's like, not low value to her. That's a perfect match. Yeah. Right? That's true. But <laughs> you are right. It is funny being the guy with the funnel on your mantle. Yeah, you're 40. You know, you're like, yeah, like <laughs> just all your empty fucking like 40s. And... <laughs> we, we, we and my friends, when we used to live in uh, the Parkdale with the house with all the boys, we used to, we got rid of all the all the bulls and everything and we just had dog bulls. <laughs> yeah, like shit like that. <laughs> Girls who get so, it used to get girls. Honestly, a lot of this stuff was like, to bother girls. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, it's it was like one th thing when you're living in a house <laughs> with a bunch of dudes, but it's like... Well, this is the thing. I don't, you know. They don't know how to... They, they don't know how to, like, separate that... First of all, a lot of it's to be funny. Mm -hmm. And yes... Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, a lot of times, the girl that uh, fucking you're dating might also find it funny. Or you might stop doing it. And second of all, so the original thing where she goes, oh, you get all your needs met from the bros, right? If anything... There's different needs that you get met from different people. <clears throat> and me and Waldo used to always talk about this, the idea that whether or not you need your chick to be your friend, to be honest, it is going to define your life. Like, if you have a girl that actually is pretty reasonable to, like, watch things and do things you like with, mm -hmm. then, okay, then maybe you... Um, you might not need that as much somewhere else. Like you might be able to just have your friends have that. And then maybe you work alone or something like that. Whereas if you fucking aren't hanging out with your friends that much and your chick's not someone you like hanging out with, then you probably need a social work environment or you probably need to hang out with your friends more. But sometimes we've even said <clears throat> where it's like, you know what? You can do the chick where it's like, you're just not really your friend. It's, it's like more the Albert Einstein deal. What did he say? He like had an array. He literally made his wife sign a contract where, based. where yeah, super based. Where like he would like she had to have like food ready for him and like <laughs> she like made like he like he basically gave her a job description <laughs> on paper. <laughs> this is the smartest man ever. Too. Yeah, the smartest man ever. You know, I don't know. This is not the dumbest man ever. Right. So if you are gonna be that, you probably do need. You go. But if you are, are younger and you're hanging out with all your friends, we used to always kind of say, it's like, I don't really need the friendship thing from my friends because I, I live with my dude friends. I still, I have, I have that settled. So I don't really need my chick to be my friend. Mm -hmm. But if your life is like, you know, you see your bodies once in a while and you're a little older, then it's like, yeah, you probably need to find fucking, have someone to hang out with that you like somewhere. Yeah, of course. I mean, some of this stuff does seem obnoxious, but for the purpose, well, we'll of, but for the purpose of being obnoxious, exactly. Yes. and they go. What, the other thing that this person is sort of saying is like, "Oh, this person gets all the needs from their bros." They're sort of saying everything, so they're ref they're referring to someone that is um, essentially low self esteem, sort of right, mm -hmm. which is sort of like. The B unit guys. Yes. So when they say the low self-esteem, like, you remember Louie's joke where it's like there's the getting pussy guys and then there's the one guy at the back that's always like, wait up, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then I always think it's funny when there's like a crew of like guy number seven in a crew. And we used to always call them the the B unit, killer bees. <laughs> like whenever you see three guys where you go, all these guys are guy number eight in a different crew. Of course. And of you course. go, B unit. It's our boy, fucking our boy JJ with the gross crew. You got That's a different, that's not a B unit. That was a definitely a B unit. No, B unit's like. A B unit's a guy that like blends in. Like in normally, if seven or eight guys are hanging out, you probably don't even hear from him all yeah, night. Yeah, he just sort yeah, of sits yeah. there. You go, oh, he's here. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. That's the B unit, right? Yeah. Like wild people are B units. Mm-hmm. Wild people are a different thing. They're the wild card unit. The wild card unit. That's true. JJ's yeah, crew's yeah, more wild, wild card. Cards. Yeah, they're, that's true. They are a collection of all wild cards, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ likes that's other guys accurate. like him that they're all wild boy. Yeah, they're crew. All... Yeah, right. But the. Um, they when they're sort of saying this, uh, the the self, it's like they're really referring to like uh, low self esteem guys because they're the the a lot of people when they're saying oh the bros they're trying to get their bros uh, validation mm-hmm. what they're leaving out is it's actually not about validation a lot of times it's competitive. Do you know what I mean? Where you go, it's like oh they want their bros to like them. It's like no they want to beat them. Yeah yeah they want to be like the top. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, even if they were talking about like getting pussy guys, right? It's like they're just doing it to like impress their friends. No, they might be doing it to beat their friends. Mm -hmm. Another thing, too, that is very important context is the people who wrote this thread despises men. They hate like like literally. This is the type of woman who like would get pregnant and then get an ultrasound and they're like, oh, it's a boy. And you're like, abortion it is. <laughs> yeah, she's cutting it out herself. Yeah, yeah, she's like the opposite of the fucking Chinese system where they abort the, the chicks. She's the reverse she's of that, reverse. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and did. the people like this also just don't understand balance in anything where it's like, yeah, yeah. So this is, they, they had two specific scenarios that they were unhappy with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were low-value males. Yeah, low-value males. <laughs> Shout out to all the low-value males. Shout out to the low value males. Yeah. They said one recent examples from the sub, um, <clears throat> the husband who allowed the worker to sniff his wife's underwear <laughs> and, and just made the guy coffee. He didn't kick him out. Didn't report it to the company who employs him that this is a dangerous <laughs> creep. So I this don't, one, I was like kind of confused how is this, this about, is, like, yeah, did, it, the, did he bring the underwear to work? He's, this is what he's, they're saying happened. So some guy essentially, had a, a worker coming to his house to like fix some stuff and put uh, some stuff together, right? Yeah. He walks into the room, the construction workers knee deep in his wife's panties. <laughs> and then instead of calling like the cops, he stood at the door, lit a cigarette, and he goes, <laughs> You like what you see? <laughs> I get, but the, he goes, Can I get you a coffee? Uh, <laughs> he goes, Hey, uh, can I get you a coffee or something? How'd you like the panties? Good. I'd, I'd love a coffee. He goes, oh, you read my mind. I was literally <laughs> just about to get you a coffee. So you basically walk in this guy. Yeah, he's this guy's knee deep in your wife's panties, which is in, <laughs> fucking insane. And they're saying this guy just made fun of him or whatever instead of reporting him and all this stuff. Um, so the the funny part, they go, he didn't even worry about his wife's safety or other women's safety. So it always comes back to safety, Safety, right? which is weird because uh, well, after. what is the safe, like, well, what's the, the unsafe element? Well, an unsafe element is when you fart and then you don't call safety. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how regional that is. Like, I don't know. I've said it. I think some people know. But like, in like Canada, that's the big thing. I know thing. in Canada, I was thinking, I wonder if that's uh, the safety when you well, fart. If you fart, if you don't call safety, or someone door- calls doorknob and doorknob, they get to, yeah. me and Jarek were one time, we were uh, in a chairlift <laughs> once and they farted. I called, <laughs> I called doorknob and just got to pummel them all the way to the top of fucking <laughs> Classic, <Whistler. laughs> classic. That is a classic move right there. 
Yeah, but they, it does always come back to safety. But he goes, but he didn't post it on, but he did post it on social media to have a laugh about this guy with his fellow bros. Zero thought about how this guy could be a predator. And all the bros agrees. It's just a funny story about a weird, sad guy. So it is that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But this, obviously them, they're like, the takeaway is he didn't even shame him publicly. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, here's the real question, too, is what if you this guy walks in and the guy's smelling his underwear? And he does the same and he goes, thing. And he goes like, holy shit, like, I'm unsafe right now? Or he goes, dude, that's fucking funny, bro. Of course it's funny. He goes, he's smelling the dude's oh, underwear. Sure, it's but, hilarious. But is he like, he's like, Let's, do you want a coffee? <laughs> so I think this goes back to the original part where we were sort of saying... The, these people can't look at anything not through a binary because they go, <clears throat> well, it was like disrespectful to his wife. This guy's a low value male, all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's like, well, that depends on what his wife thinks. So they're always, they never can uh, look at anyone and say, oh, maybe that wife's different than me. Everyone's them, like an angry, yeah. like if I, if that happened in my house, like I I'm think. I'm telling the girl. It depends on she, the girl. She would never, no, I would not. I mean, I guess it depends on the girl, but I'm it's like, a, that's what I'm saying. It depends that on the girl. Dies with me and the fucking cable guy. You would? Well, I think I. I don't know what I would do, but there is a scenario where I might be like, no, I would probably hey, be what like, the fuck no, are you doing? for sure, I'd be like, yeah, what are you doing? But I, would I don't s- think I would buy him a coffee. I think I would no. walk in and be like, yo, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, if anything, you owe me a coffee. Yeah, bro. Yeah, go, what? bro. Put the underwear I'm down. Go, go make me a fucking. Go put on. What a are pod. you doing? But I would, there is a little bit of a scary element too. I do agree where if you walk in and a construction worker's knee deep in your wife's panties and you catch him, mm-hmm. a part of you is like, this guy could lash out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, I'm, I'm sure. But I feel like he's more likely to lash out if he posted on <laughs> social media. Yeah. yeah it if, is if there's anything man. construction workers don't like is being shamed online. Yeah. <laughs> but it all depends on what the wife thinks. Mm-hmm. So this specific thing, and I don't even think this is like a, a guy that's trying to get validation for his bros. It just depends. It's just like, this is an insane story who anyone would share. Yeah. And you go, there's two ways of share it. There's a, you share it like a mother where you go, this happened and blah, blah, blah. Or you share it when you go, pretty wild. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You go, I fucking walked in. The dude's like, just snit, like just inhaling like the deepest. So when I think that is the biggest difference between dudes and girls sometimes. When dudes tell stories, they usually try to find the funny part and tell them like it's funny. And when girls tell stories, they tell it's it like, like they're victims. Like it was like the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to them. Or there's a moral there, yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know what I mean? Have you ever been talking to a guy and he's telling you a story? You're like, how is this funny? And they're like, it's not funny. It's just like an interesting thing that happened. I go, you know, I'm not here to hear interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got enough fucking friends who tell me interesting things. Let's go, let's go with the comedy, pal. <laughs> my, like I, my girlfriends, that's what I have. I got enough interesting, interesting things. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of oddities and interesting little anecdotes from the old girlfriend. Let's go with the humor, pal. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is always my advice to girls is just remember, tell your thesis first. Because if you go, if tell, what's the point of this story in one sentence? Is it that this person's an idiot? Is it that this funny? And then tell the point of the story first. And then if you can't, you go, well, anyway, I think you might need to go back to the drawing before I tell you. Tell yeah. it if you can't get to the bottom of that. I mean, that'd be a pretty sick piece of advice if we had more female listeners. No, I know. Well, I'm just telling the <laughs> oh, boys yeah, what yeah, advice boys. to tell the chick. Yeah, yeah. So you go to the girl, you go, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the smallest thing. They'll save them so much trouble. So this is example number two, and they go, the man who ruined the wedding 
day for his new wife. When asked if he would take her as his wife during the ceremony, he stopped the proceedings to have a huddle with his bros. So, legend. I, I would just like to say, that's insane. <laughs> no one over 40 is doing this Fuck stuff. No. Dude, that's the same. First off, that is the same kind of wedding where, like, <clears throat> it, it, like everybody comes out, like, you know, the, the wedding song is, like, the Stone Cold fucking theme uh, song. It's like, <laughs> And they're all coming out, and they're like, the dude's fucking ripping his sleeves off and shit. You're like, that's sick. just like that kind of wedding. Or the Harry Potters or whatever. Whatever. It's like it's like insane. Where White trash like, wedding. Yeah. My they, dad getting married at the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs yeah, exactly. game. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's kind of like the wet, the huddle where he goes, do you take? And he goes, just one sec. And then, like, you go over to the boys. You go, boys, what do we think here? Like, I know. Like the whole, I it's mean, so stupid. I mean, first off, it's lame. because Well, it's most importantly, plans, they're so like, doing this to go viral to some degree, too. Right. Like, they're doing it for a hot TikTok. But second of all, I think I go back to my original thesis where I bet you this chick, like, and her fucking fratty friends were also thought it was of fine. Course. No, 100%. Like, again, the, the I was wedding, just at a wedding, and they were, like, doing kind of a little bit of this kind of stuff. Like, the weddings where they have the Stone Cold theme song, everyone's on board. Nobody. Yeah. Like, it's always young f- weddings. Yeah, well, young weddings, but it's never like, what is this? Everybody's like, oh! <laughs> and then like the Undertaker, when the chick comes out, bong, and it's like, oh, yeah. she's in the building! Exactly. So they, they How they, many weddings do you think I've ever had the Undertaker music play at them? I don't know. Probably like a not I've never not actually seen that one. I'm sure it's happened. They, uh, yeah, I would love uh, You May Now. No, they what they should do is they go, are there any objections? And that's when the Stone Cold plays. <laughs> all, or <laughs> the ex-boyfriend comes out. That would be amazing. Because weddings are like sort of a funny endeavor to some degree, right? Like every speech, there's the c- couple girls that try to go for the heartfelt, but even then they mostly get lines in. Like everyone's trying to kill. Yeah, and it's the easiest, like, it's the easiest you know, audience it's of easiest, all time. Because nobody yeah. wants to see you bomb. I had a the white a white trash my mom's white trash my uncle he wore a like you know the white person Hulk Hogan do rags yeah yeah so he wore the do rag bald with like jeans and basically like a shirt yeah he's bald and he wears yeah, the yeah. do rag <laughs> yeah I know yeah he's yeah. got the skullet actually fuck yeah and then he went uh, he he doesn't drive so they were driving him home and they c- couldn't get him to go and then before he went he went to the open bar and he was arguing with them to try to get like seven or eight like travelers yeah a couple of <laughs> he, he, like, we can't he, just give you a case of beer yeah he was trying to get roadies from the open <laughs> bar before he got driven home <laughs> my mom was having a fucking fit uh, yeah. <laughs> she was like fucking she left in a bit of a fucking dizzy yeah she wasn't happy with them no nah, he wasn't stoked but yeah they go but he did post about it with social media. The bros all agree. This is uh, no, that's the other one. Sorry, um, they pretended to publicly assess the wife's worthiness in front of everyone. Well, everyone laughed, and then they pretended to all agree that it was okay for him to marry her. Legend, legend. One hundred percent. This is the type of girl that fucking chugs beers and shit. For sure. No, there's no way this is like. First off, he didn't. He ran Kim this Kardashian. By- this was planned. This was like, there was like a run of show or whatever. This of was like, course. They do a fucking, yeah. He goes, I'm going to do this funny bit. Yeah. And you know what? And by the way, 90% of weddings, all the jokes are the expense of the guy. Of course. They, 90% <laughs> of the jokes are, oh, she, like, he doesn't deserve her. Yeah, the the whole theme of yeah. the wedding always is that the guy doesn't deserve yeah, her. Yeah, it's never like a roast <laughs> where it's like, can't believe Tom's marrying this fat pig. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Ninety uh, percent of weddings is that, right? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
They get the good. They're always giving the guys the gears. But also, this chick who's writing this, like, there is this element of like not knowing like wrestling's real, where you go like, you know, like this wasn't spontaneous. <clears throat> no, she, that's she, what I'm saying. She doesn't. They know, think she, every girl's them. That's the thing. They think every girl doesn't have agency. Yeah. And they think every girl's them. You go, you girls shouldn't like this. They go, yeah. There's lots of different types of girls, and this girl probably thought it was funny. And if she didn't, also you're gonna die alone. So maybe take a fucking clue from the women who are gonna have. Yeah, them, I wouldn't get do married this. and have kids. But again, if I was 21, I might. Now, I wouldn't do this kind of shit. Dude. No, of course not. Yeah, it's like funny fucking kid shit. Yeah. Instead of instead of publicly declaring that he wants to marry her and that he loves her, he made it all about his bros having a fucking bro laugh. <laughs> to be honest, all your bros fucking came to the wedding. Everyone came to the wedding. And you do have to fucking at least give them a laugh. That's the least you could do. Oh, Everyone yeah. came to your stupid wedding. For sure. <clears throat> They're all about having a laugh. So watch out for bro social men. Is his primary concern always what his buddy thinks? So A, they're mostly kidding. B, it's mostly young men. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if it, the thing is, once this gets an old thing, it's sad. Yeah. Like, it's pretty sad. Unless everyone's in on it. And then if you're any sort of like external spectator, you're like, this is really sad. I guess there's nobody. nobody <laughs> I'll really tell knows, you what, it is but... if you see a guy that's like 50 fucking doing the huddle with his oh, bro. Br <laughs> like on his fourth marriage. <laughs> and he goes, all right, this is, you know, fourth time's a charm, but let me just run it past the boys. First three didn't go so hot. Can't really afford this wedding. Boys, bring it in. <laughs> Anyone doing that kind of shit yeah. too old is funny. Unless it's like, in, that's the joke. Yeah. That like we're way too old to be doing this. For sure, yeah. <laughs> I guess, but you're like, I don't know, what like the wedding fucking like the cere ceremony. It's like the ceremony's <laughs> 10 minutes. It's like it doesn't need fucking yeah, comedy. Yeah, your dad doing this on his second marriage. Yeah, it's like, with, with his college friends. Yeah, it like requires zero co comedic relief. <laughs> it's the ceremony. I would, I would feel definitely weird if, like, if at this age, people come in, they go huddle in. Like, do you think I could have her? Do you think I should be with her? I go, let's just get your wedding over yeah, with, everybody. It's like a woe with your last name. I go, everybody, bring it in. And you're like, I don't. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, fellas, we're taking a quick break here to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bespoke Post, new sponsor, boxofawesome.com. And if you haven't checked it out, this is very cool. So this fall, get back in the swing of things with Bespoke Post. It's here with a new seasonal lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. And if you go check it out... It sounds weird. They really are very cool. And you can mix and match. And basically, you get a box. So it partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. So no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From autumn craft beers to cozy threads, camping gear, essentials, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. And you can mix and match. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help you pick the right box of awesome stuff for you. They release new boxes every month. Um, across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel every time, and they send you them. Honestly, I kind of didn't know what it was. I went and checked it out. I thought it was very cool. I ordered. I got ones coming now. Each box only costs 45 bucks, 70 bucks worth of gear inside. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting a small business. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from 
a small up-and-coming brand. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code BOYSCAST at checkout. Boxofawesome.com slash BOYSCAST for 20% off of your first box. And secondly, we're going to tell you again about Bowl and Branch. So as you know, this is high-value mail sheets. Oh, definitely. <laughs> if you do not have fucking sheets on your bed, that is the most low-value mail. There's currently for low in value that mails. subreddit they're like, this guy didn't have fucking sheets on his goddamn bed. They're, you're called low-value males right now. We spend one-third of our lives in bed, and it also makes a special gift. So this is what you want to do right now. The gift everyone wants is a better night's sleep. Bowl and Branch never disappoints with the highest quality sheets, blankets, pillows, throws. Plus, the holiday, holiday packaging makes your gift look and feel special. So me and Danny both have them, and I recommend them personally as a gift for anyone in your life. It's a truly special gift. They'll be pumped every single day, and then you get to be the high-value male that shared your high value. You're basically like a uh, a person that runs a help group for men to become other high-value males because you're sort of passing it along. <laughs> It's a husband and wife team that founded Bull and Branch to create a new standard of bedding by doing things the right way. They're buttery soft, lightweight, and made with 100% organic cotton weave that feels incredible in all seasons. Comes with a wide range of colors and sizes from twin up to the California king. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the new standard of bedding with Bowl and Branch. Their gifts come wrapped and ready in the special holiday packaging. Order by December 19th for guaranteed delivery uh, by Christmas. So you got a little bit of time. Get up to 20% off your order from December 3rd to 5th with promo code BOYSCAST. So get that right now. Bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code BOYSCAST. See site for details. Some exclusions may apply. Now, let's get back into the episode. Woo! Speaking of uh, fucking... Uh, what we were speaking of uh, a whole Speaking of what ago. we were speaking of? <laughs> speaking of what we were speaking of before this article. The government doing stuff. Fucking li- by, I just like to say I love the government. Danny loves the government. I, I love, personally don't love the government. I love the government. Yeah, and you, you don't know this, but Danny uh, calls uh, Big Huge Cox the government. <laughs> Damn it. He calls his ex-boyfriend the government. The, the government. Oh, the government's just coming over. <laughs> the governor. The government's really fucking me. You go, yeah, you too? Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. But um, this article got sent to us to, from a lot of people. Oh, I've, I received this a lot. Yeah, so the CBC basically wrote an article, words and phrases you may want to think twice about using. <sighs> this one was, because I'm like not, a defund the CBC guy, like one of those virulent... What do you, give them extra funding? Extra funding. No, but I'm not like, you know, people, they're like a lot, you see some people online, they go like, see any post the CBC makes and they're like, defund the CBC. Okay, what are you? And I'm like, you know, I don't love Q-ets it. Qets like that, they don't like the CBC. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like that. And I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not like, I, I'm fine if we would slash their budget by, you know, a solid 80%. I don't know if we need to get rid of them entirely. I don't want to give them more money, but I'm not like my identity is not, I'm not constantly everything I see. This is the one but where- we don't I, even live there anymore. The one, what are we I, I know, shit? but this is the one the where- BBC like, kind of does the same shit. But. Yeah, yeah, but this is the one where I go, yeah, maybe <laughs> this tax money is not- What do they have, PBS here? Is that- but it's PBS is a public broadcaster. It's not state funded. Right. Uh, that's why they're always constantly like begging for money on TV because <laughs> right. they actually don't. Do Maybe you know they get some. The money problem here. is with these. I was thinking about this in general. It's so much easier to get 
into bad situations than it is to get out of bad situations. So the problem with all these blogs and all these places and all these government things is they got into a situation where they they replaced their whole staff with people that are into this sort of thing. They replaced, you know, they added 90 jobs that don't need to exist in the HR department. And it's like, everything is just, it's so hard. I was, even when I was filming with Danny Mullen in um, Los Angeles, there we were talking to this like homeless guy and there was like the tents everywhere right, ever, right? Yeah. And you can sort of say what people should do to get rid of like the homeless problem. But the pro- like all you can really do without being a huge asshole, like, and do unpopular stuff, is keep it the same. Because mm-hmm. even, like, this guy was sort of saying, it's like, oh, they had this uh, homeless shelter, and they all lived there, and he had this fucking tent, and they had all their electricity, and then the Newsom government was trying to fix it a bit, so they came and, like, shut the power off that they are using. So it's like, you have to legitimately go and, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, especially against the homeless, like, you're kick just, them like, out. seen as... Well, that was the same thing in Trinity Toronto. Bellwoods, yeah. Trinity Bellwoods, where they were like, hey, we're offering you all, like, you know, accommodations, all this stuff. And then people are just like, we just don't really want to go there. It's so much harder to get out of. Like, and they go, okay, well, like we gave you this option and they go, we don't want it. Um, I know. Even though like any outsider would think, hey, like that seems better than this. You get a good deal. Yeah, it seems better than what you currently have living outside in tents. And they're like, no, we want this. Well, they're fine there. Yeah. And they want to, they want to do drugs and all the precautions. Right. But it's like even getting into a bad relationship, Getting out is such a nightmare sometimes. Getting in is like easy. That's why I never make any moves. Be very hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> Be a def- we used to always call Jerk a defensive specialist. <laughs> we go, he never, re- I never acts, only reacts. Only reacts. <laughs> Be a defensive specialist. Firing an employee that's bad, everything. Yeah. It's all, all bad situations are so much easier to get in. Oh, for sure. And they're hard to get out, you uh-huh. know? 100%. But this is what they, this is, so the words and phrases, they have someone, they come at you. Some of them you've heard before. But Wait, so, are you going to give our uh, audience a trigger warning or just, oh, you know what are, I'll you, do? are you just going to go straight into this? Well, you know what I'll do before I do all of it? Um, for the audio um, and uh, blind listeners, I am uh, 6'3", fucking massive dong. You can see the imprint. If, if you weren't blind, you'd be able to see the imprint around the calf even. Yeah, it's um, eight, I do have a hole in my left jeans. socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I, I tuck the dick into my socks. <laughs> it's a uh, uh, no. It's only uh, it's twelve inches uh, from the ground. You know what? Too CBC probably watched that Microsoft when I'm thing, lying on a roof. Microsoft thing, and they were like, "Duh! Why aren't we doing why that?" Like they're probably this. all doing that now. That's probably my body. Who works in a corporate environment? He was saying he had a a Zoom call where they did. They basically called it like just a. What did he say? It was just like a. A fucking massive like onslaught of just like they, they came out they did the land acknowledgement and then they did the the pronouns then they did their like blind thing but it was like a zoom meeting for six people and they all knew each other and we all know each other and everyone knows we're not all blind of, yeah. <laughs> well that's what it, you know what it is that's kind of like gives me the like the the communist like russia vibes because they're like but we don't know who's watching us do this <laughs> right like the problem is they're not even doing yeah. it for them they're not they're just like someone might be like find out about this that's exactly like they're like so one of us might be a rat that is what it is yeah so one of us could be like you know what i can kind of like elevate myself slightly by ratting out the people who don't do it and then it becomes this game theory thing where we're like we all have to do it because if one of us doesn't then we could potentially like 
fucking get the that is kind of what it is right so then nobody can trust anybody you're like you don't trust you probably like you those people are at dinner and they go they're doing land (laughs) like with their kids and family just like land acknowledgements pronouns it's like hey how's it going how's it going with you (laughs) and then who's gonna fucking not do it yeah right him okay danny he her uh, Ryan, oh, okay, interesting. Ryan, six three. It's like, uh, Trevor, how was school today? And he goes, School is go, okay. <laughs> and he goes, Trevor, he, him, I just want to acknowledge that this territory is uh, ceded from the. You know what the funny part is, though? What I was sort of saying to him, even though it's the craziest one saying, Hey, I'm Ryan, I look like this or whatever, that is the, to be honest, the only one that I, the, that's the one I'm most willing to do. Because I acknowledge being blind is a real problem. Of course. I go, I'm not doing a land acknowledgement before I do things. I'm no. not going to, you know, say my pronouns. That's crazy. Yeah. But I go, if someone's blind, I actually wouldn't have a problem with describing what I look like to a blind person. I mean, I'm fine with doing it do as long mean? as women of all shapes and sizes have to do it, too. <laughs> Honestly. They, they're, they're not the same. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at yeah. what point do you go like, okay, well, like, okay, what's your weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're go, I'm blind, right? Ryan, 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 Ryan goes, Ryan goes I'm, uh, I'm a white man. I'm 6'2". I go, okay, that gives me a bit of the picture. Uh, wait now, please. How funny is this, Danny, though? You, you meet up with a girl and you're, you're pretty sure she's putting on weight. So you bring your buddy who's blind out. Then <laughs> <laughs> you go, oh, uh, hey, this is uh, my blind friend. Uh, if you want to just describe. And then she goes, uh, oh, I'm uh, uh, Susan. I'm, uh, you know, 6'3". And you go, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't really have a good idea of what you look like, Susan. <laughs> you wouldn't mind? Because I'm wearing a red dress. And he goes, mm-hmm. what size is your dress, Susan? We're, we're going to need the pounded, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, your blind friend's in on it. But it's just your boy with sunglasses and a stick. And he's like, do you mind if I get the poundage? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more willing to do that one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you, yeah, if you know there's fucking blind people, I guess. Yeah. Well, if you got, that, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. No one, if, if I go up and then I go, I'm not saying, my, I don't want to say my pronouns. And you go, you're putting people at danger. I go, no, I'm not. Yeah. But if, if someone's blind and you go, hey, we're going to, we're blind. If you wouldn't mind uh, describing yourself so he knows what you look like, you can, you can put like a face to the name or whatever in his mind. I go, sure. I wouldn't go like, fuck him. I would go, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I thought, I thought the whole point. I'm not gonna do it on you know. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. I, I guess that was like originally they would just touch your fit. You know, they'd be like, if it's an alternative, it's you go. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the blind like, person. Like, the, like, the other option is just doing this. To your <laughs> well, face. the other option is touching your face. So then he goes up to the girls, touch the face, and he goes, "Okay, and uh, what size are the boobs?" And she goes, "I'd rather not." And he goes, "Oh, we can do it old fashioned." <laughs> <laughs> old fashioned lady, I like that honk. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, he goes, all right well if we could just do the land acknowledgement we can get started then. <laughs> how old-fashioned oh. are we <laughs> all right let's yeah. just uh <laughs> cup check. do a cup check here and, check, uh, and then we can get on to business let's get on to the land acknowledgement <laughs> they said have you ever casually used the term spirit animal, first world problem, or spooky? It might be time to rethink the, refra- rethink, rethink the phrases and remove them from your daily lingo. So spooky, 
Spooky's out. Spooky's out. That's the first first one. world problem is like the ultimate, just like kind of like you know basic chick thing too. Where they're, they're all like, chick things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This has nothing to do with us because they go, listen, I'm not ever saying spirit animal. Yeah, I don't, exactly. They're all like they're like memes. The only people who are really affected are the type of people who have like live, laugh, love on their wall. Like those are the people I who know. are being most affected by this. Is well, the, the problem is with all things. This is what I always say. I'm like, listen, you're allowed to fucking tell me the. the well, they can people can say okay don't do this or then don't do that till the cows come home and then they can use your you're in trouble if you do it wrong um, but really what how you actually change people's opinions is giving them something cooler right, right? you're yeah you're not allowed to say until the cows come home though that's <laughs> um, yeah that's discriminatory do our against, moms? against vegetarians <laughs> vegans oh that's true as right? well as the fats i apologize for cows come yeah, up yeah, i can't even fucking believe you'd say that but uh, okay i guess you've learned nothing <laughs> all right i haven't read the article you yet. know but that's this is like this shit is like because cbc is part of the government you're like how long until this gets into like a school soon like it's you know it's it's a, the, literally an extension of the government and you were saying like how this is crazy but like and you you know how the CBC got caught up with this or whatever but the problem is is they were always so far left to begin with like it's never like they were central and then our centrist or whatever and they're like oh we're gonna bring in these like kind of like woke like college people and then it's like they were so far left and then they're like we need to bring in like the farthest 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 people <clears throat> on the left and now they're just like yeah you can't say uh, cows come home they did go all in. Like, I can't believe someone wrote some of these things. I mean, the main one that I thought was the craziest. Well, let me just say what I was going to say for a second, because the spirit animal thing, my whole point is most of these, it's like, well, give me a better phrase. Mm -hmm. You can't just take people's language away and not replace it with anything. There's there's a lot of things that do get replaced with something else. But even with even with um, when you're like, oh, don't be this type of guy or don't be this. The best way to show people that their ideology is stupid or the thing is do something cooler. Yeah. That's how music gets changed to a new thing. There they go, this is cooler. That's how fashion changes, right? Yeah. So they're like spirit animal and powwow. They go, oh, you can't use these words because they're different cultures. And they go, solution, alter ego, or soulmate. And you go, yeah, that doesn't mean the same thing. If a girl's like, oh, this guy was, that woman was my spirit animal. Who they might, might they say that about? Uh, like Christina Aguilera. Chris, Christina Aguilera is my spirit angle they go oh well Christina Aguilar is my soulmate it's like well yeah that's not the yeah, same it's not thing. the same thing also for them at to, all like you know a lot of these things are or like, my alter ego or well that's not no, that's she's not, not your no, alter she's ego not, no she's not your alter ego so it's like th- this is the, the kind of thing where I go you know plus okay, a sorry. lot of these people are like just fucking who use these things are like old like imagine like you go to some dude 60 year old from Sudbury and you go hey you can't call like the fucking guy at the gas station chief anymore and he goes <laughs> yeah well I am so uh, what do you think I'm gonna like changing that now <laughs> did you see Dave remember when we were in LA uh, me and Danny were at the restaurant beside our hotel and there was this gay, like, gay oh, dude. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny. He was, like, non-binary, probably. He was gay a very dress, non-binary kind of guy or whatever. He was, like, short hair, but he had, like, fucking, like... And then kind of without... Th- like, I wasn't trying to do this on purpose, because... But he... <laughs> me and JJ were laughing about that. Actually. He gives me the menus, and I go, um, all right, thanks, buddy. Hey, if I could, I accidentally call him buddy twice, just because I, I kind of always call people buddy, and I'm like... Hey, do you mind if I get the menu again, buddy? And then, like, I guess he was, like, see... The- <laughs> Fucking hey, bud. Yeah, and we were like in West Hollywood, so it was like pretty like tons we're, of just gay people. We're in like, West. Yo, buddy. <laughs> so, buddy. Yeah, he just had to take it. Yeah, and he was. He I didn't flip moved. out. No, he was cool. It was whatever. 
But yeah, I called <laughs> like clearly that guy's not like being called buddy. I feel like anything that's not like uh, that's inside a, a service like scenario like that, you can make up for it as long as it's not malicious with a good tip. Yes, like, as long as you don't say something crazy racist or whatever. Like some you know, people probably some sort go of blog inf- about it, but yeah, but I, I mean, was microaggressed today. Yeah, someone called me body on fucking female dating strategy. Yeah. Well, I'll see, it was interesting to see what they replaced spooky with. Like it was, what would what, what's in a replacement for spooky? I don't know. I was thinking creepy, but no, it's not creepy. It's not creepy. No, that's the problem. Scary, right? I guess. Scary is. But scary is different. Scary's like higher than spooky. Scary's like you're scared. Spooky's like it's a little spooky. Yeah, yeah. There's like some. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so they said. Etymology is the study of the origins of words and the way their meanings change over time. The, fa- the fact that you said it, oblivious to the etymology, doesn't automatically make you a bad person. So the thing you're saying, the worth. But there's two parts of this. One, so they're saying if words change, they go, you know, the fact that you said it obviously doesn't, you know, just oblivious to this new thing, doesn't make you a bad person. And then it's like, okay, so <clears throat> if they say words change over time, that's kind of the argument. Well, then shouldn't that defeat their whole argument? Yeah, of course. You go, then they've changed and they don't mean this anymore. Because they're, right? They go, well, it's changed because it used to be okay to say and it's not. And you go, yeah, and it's also changed where it used to mean this and now it means this. Yeah. Like their whole argument is sort of circular in that way, right? Yeah, also, I don't want the fucking CBC telling you what words I'm allowed to say. Like, <laughs> the off. government should stay out of the yeah, word. The government should, yeah, like again, it's, right. like, I mean, it's the Jordan Peterson thing. But it it's is the government. It's like the government's being like, Here, here's what words you can say from like a fucking That's 22 true. year old chick who just graduated university. And then the other part where they go etymology. So it's like the fact that there's like they're trying like associating this with uh, like a study, mm-hmm. whether you can have like gender studies, philosophy, etymology. There's gonna be with PhDs and telling you which words you can fucking Absolutely. say. You know what I mean? There's a name for this now. Where By you the go, way, I oh, was- I'm an etymologist. What does that mean? Oh, uh, you can't say mean anymore. Yeah, That's yeah. an example. <laughs> uh, I was watching this though and like uh, reading the story, and the the one thing I took away is being a fucking anti-racism trainer would be such a sick job. A right plum gig. Because you're like, <laughs> they go, yeah, this pays uh, uh, twenty grand, and you go, you just like you do the thing where you just don't say anything. You go, I go thirty grand. You go. Well, like you're you accusing make, them of being racist. Well, whatever. It's like they're just on it. The moment they're hiring you, you have like so much fucking so much leverage. Like you're best like, gig. Yeah, they're bringing you in. You go like, imagine firing the anti-racism guy. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. That's a fucking position for life. Dude, that, it is a powerful position. Yeah, what are you he's higher be? than the CEO. Fuck yeah, he's he's removing the CEO. That would be a good TV show though, like a, a fucking corrupt, like, anti-racism trainer that's just like a fun dude yeah yeah like yeah yeah like just like one of the black maga dudes who's just like fucking he's secretly like a black maga guy but then on for the day job because he's a real well i'm i'm almost even more thinking you know like when they have the asshole finance guy shows sort of Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he's the protagonist but it's like an anti-hero so a guy that's just an anti-racism trainer but he's like fucking all the chicks you know what i mean just like a bad boy i mean (laughs) doesn't give a shit about the thing he knows it's a fucking if you you think the guy from this fucking the Joseph Smith, the anti-racism trainer that they spoke with, isn't crushing 
Sniz, fucking white sniz. You are. Yeah, he probably is crushing oh, white yeah. sniz. That's but a that's, that's, position that's, that you. That's fucking his kind of like the thing that, that he. That's his dark secret. Probably no pun intended. Is that he's actually <laughs> like he can't be like seen. It like, might not be a black guy though. It could no, be it another is, race, right? No, no, I saw. Oh, it is. It's, it's, they have a photo of him in it. Oh, in okay. Thing. Good, good look, Joseph Smith. Good looking black guy. Oh, good looking. He's smash, smashing, eh? Smashing. Smashing, God. Fucking smashing, bud. And they're like, you know, you need to unlearn your racism. <laughs> Wait, oh, do you want to come into a private session of unlearning? Where Where do you want to have a fucking... These are yeah, called... Yeah, it's pretty racist if you don't fucking uh, fuck, go out for dinner with me. Yeah, I have some... Oh, wow. You don't want to go to dinner with a black man? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your boss would love to hear about this. Yeah, who's kind of like, but they have I'm, who I'm kind the of. The problem boss, is, so they probably have uh, one of each, right? So they have the they have the anti men, like the anti sexism person too. So then the, the black guy's like, maybe you go to dinner, and then the anti sexism's like, excuse me, and it, like they just they're all at war, like the anti sexism trainer and the anti racism trainer probably yeah, yeah, at yeah, war with each other, right? Yeah, yeah, they're kind of just like hoping that race and sex, like you know, they're just like <laughs> they, uh, they, hope they probably thing wins. They sit at the opposite sides of the court of the office and they just glare at each yeah. other <laughs> like every meeting the guy's like hey i just want to make some changes to the copy in our press release and then she's like why well, also yeah, like, yeah i've been noticing a, a lot of racism and go i've been actually noticing a lot of sexism so i guess it depends which one we care about and you go, we care about both and, you go, mm-hmm. and then there's like an indigenous one too like yeah, well half of the people in the world are women but they're not half the people are in yeah, so if you if you do the math, you go okay. Well, even if your grievance is sixty uh, percent less, there's a there's a double the amount of people. So it actually even <laughs> I don't I know, think the sexism trainer isn't doing math. Not that kind of logic. No. Sexism trainer yeah, isn't sexism, doing math. Yeah. <laughs> so they said that's gonna be a bad degree to have though when people <laughs> coming out of school with your etymology F- F- degree. Etymology, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's not a bad degree. Anti-racism trainer. I bet you could get your accreditation in like a week. There's probably a lot of people trying to go for those jobs, and hopefully, yeah, they are. But I, but, but you get it in a weekend, though. Mm-hmm. You just sort of read one article. Like, okay, what is it's that? Like I have a, a degree. You're in the job interview. They go, okay, so what do you have a degree in? Uh, oh, I have a degree in sort of etymology. What's that? And you go, oh, just talk for a bit. And they go, oh, hey, how are you? And you go, okay, that's racist towards natives. Hey, yeah, yeah, how are you? Hey. you go, okay, well, that was an example <laughs> of what that the kind of services that I could provide for you. I mean, I mean, every I would guess that every non-white life coach has 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 basically moved over to anti-racism because like they're both equally kind of useless. But like you know, there's just like all the life coaches where everybody's like, oh, I'm a life coach. And you're like, you're, you're, your life is a mess. Your life's a mess. Right? And they're like, yeah, well, it was like I got a accreditation in a weekend to be a life coach. Like, Gumball it's like, it's machine. Like, or whatever. But it is like that. And they're like, you know what? The life coaching thing not working, but... Well, this one... <laughs> anti-racism. <laughs> they come in, they go, a little bit of... I noticed there was a lot of black people there and they uh, not, not a lot a lot a lot of white people in this office. And then they go, okay, you're hired. When do you start? And they go, I just did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... They go, it's... It's not so much about political correctness. I think it's more about empirically empirical accuracy. Says the that's what they said, and you go, well, it's if it's not about political correctness, then like why are why do people get in trouble for it? Like if it was just oh you said that word wrong, do you think that uh, people would be getting fired for, for using a word for wrong? accidentally using a yeah, word wrong? Obviously, you're it wouldn't be that big of a deal if it's like you know it's not a big deal. It's just you know you're using the word wrong. And the only thing I will say out of all of these. The only ones that I sort of feel like I agree with a bit is when they have like the slave where you go, that was like a slave term. Mm -hmm. Some of those where they were like, do you know what I mean? Where they go, oh, uh, sold down the river or whatever. And you go, that was like slaves. I mean, again, I will say this too. But maybe it was for other things too. Nobody who's not 
50 or over uses half of these things. These are all things where you're like, yeah, I grew up. I learned this term when I was a kid and the person I learned this from was born in the 1800s. <laughs> like I heard this first from my grandfather who was born in the 1800s. Right. It's a term. Well, they didn't like grandfathered in either, by the well, way. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a grandfathered in. I mean, the funny one was the ghetto. They go, you can't say ghetto. They and, didn't and, like ghetto. But they made it a Jew thing. They go, I know. They go, the word ghetto also has a painful historical <laughs> root in Europe during the Holocaust and was likely derived from Jewish settlements in Italy centuries ago. You know who I've never heard have an issue with the term ghetto? Jews yeah. ever in my life. I've never heard that. Well, I think that what they want you to do... I mean, and again, I know who they're actually have an issue with the term ghetto. They're just trying to not be on the nose about it. Of course. Because obviously it's no... No pun intended. Yeah, but like, yeah. But no Jew has ever been like, I'm sorry. Do you think Jews have ever gotten mad and say, we don't want you to use the term on the nose? (laughs) I mean, that's probably up next. (laughs) You know what? Dude, there's literally a fucking (laughs) baseball player on the Red Sox whose name... Is spelled K I K E, but it has an accent. <laughs> Kike Hernandez. And yeah. it's just like, whatever. That's how he spells his name. He's from a different country. But it's like, when you see the thing, it says Kike Hernandez. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, whatever. It is what it is. Pretty funny. <laughs> it is. I love it. I could, I'm like the only one who's just like, uh, I don't know. It's hilarious. But Well, apparently, the solution for ghetto is um, it, you can still say it, but you just have to whisper it. You go, the guy is from the ghetto. So even worse. You go, guy's a little uh, inner city. Inner city. <laughs> yeah. So what if you just wor- yeah, what if you yeah, just whispering whisper makes it way worse? You go, whoa. Yeah, they don't like the ghetto one at all. So. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. <laughs> in the ghetto. And his mama cried. They said blackmail, blacklist, and black sheep, and so basically any term that like. Uh, makes black uh yeah, yeah, negative or whatever but, which is a problem because that is literally as old as storytelling and as old as black and is, in, a, in that very black much is, uh not with race right yeah well it's just like black like black the darkness white well, it's, it's the not light, black like, though it's the absence of light right so oh, oh sure yeah th- yeah exactly you're right but so there's it is that where it's the absence of light, the idea of, yes, like sun is better than being in like a dungeon in the absence of light. Mm-hmm. Our, none of our skins are actually white or black. Like no. our skins are all like t- t- different shades, right? Like no, there's no black person with the absence of any color in his skin. And that's why, you know, there's the people have like the yin and yang and every culture is, you're right, had that, ver- have some version of darkness yeah, but and that's light. that's like for, exactly. But that is as old as the first story that was ever told is like, you know, black, bad, white. And then on top of that, you could say that the devil's red. So should you get, you know, I mean, that's what the old thing was. Natives used to say their skin was red or whatever. Like everyone, they always say, right? There's like every or whatever Asians, they would say, like if you were to yellow, if you were to try to put them all into like uh, categories Uh, uh or whatever, um, Jews is green. And, uh, (laughs) but the, but the um, none of the skins are actually that color. But if you were like, oh, the devil is red. Why is that? And it's like because well, of fire, obviously. Plus it's, plus it's dark down there. Exactly. But like if you think of hell, you go, the lights are on in hell. Well, it's dark. No, and they don't the pay fires, their bills, the right? Fires. That's why they would go to hell. <laughs> Bunch of fucking delinquents. <laughs> They're delinquent on their hydro bill. That's why we went to hell. Did you know that this is what they proposed? Though they said the alternative: tech industry is now moving away from the whitelist and black indus- blacklist, and they're replacing it with terms like blocklist or denialist. Which is the, honestly, that's fine. If this is this is the thing, though, is I want this person to be like, okay, there you go, shut the fuck up. They won't though. But that's the thing is, there, it doesn't end here. It never ends. 
<laughs> like that's more the issue is it never show is me going something cooler like yeah f- sure change the blacklist to the block list great that's fine blackmail so you go well what's the they, they have they have a blacklist but what are they doing for blackmail what's the term for that What's the term for black sheep of the family? Give me a better one. <laughs> Imagine like a, a crappy kid of the family. A, a cop is like trying to fucking, uh, like, f- he's like, there's a crime <laughs> or something. He goes, hey, we got a, just don't deny <laughs> mail. Because that, they're going to, but it'll probably be like, we have a block mail. Block. <laughs> yeah, block mail. mail. And you go, what'd you say? But again, this is the same type of person who's gonna be like, you can't say male or female. More like female, probably. But that's next on the chopping. They must uh, hate the band, The Darkness. They go, the issue here, there was a DJ recently that changed their name that made a big stink about it. I couldn't remember. Fuck. They go, the issue here is that all these negative terms, said Joseph Smith, the anti-racist trainer, connotate evil, distrust, lack of intelligence, or lack of beauty, the absence of white. So that was with the, they want, I'll get rid of all that. Spook, the term spooky, used to sometimes refer to as a ghost. They said that that used to be a uh, derogatory term when you call someone a spook, a soldier in World War One. Mm-hmm. But again, they, I'm, you go, I'm on board with all these things. Not, well, not necessarily, but I go, I will say, because it does fall apart even in their own system of why all the words have to get replaced. Because if you go words change, then words change. But... You have to provide something better. They haven't done, you know, they always tell you to do the work. They, you have to do the work. Yeah. You go, do the work to find me some new words. Because that's the only way I can replace. As soon as I find a new word, I go, nice, I'll use that word. But also, it takes like a lot of time and but this to is what, change people's, like, you want to change a culture's language. Well, this is when they get really. So it's into not about it. just like updating dictionary.com and you're like, eh, that's it. Well, how does a word get into like the lexicon, right? It's like, yeah. Like, how it's does like everyone start? It's a meme, exactly. It is literally a meme. So you basically are saying, remember that thing that's going, vi- that went viral? Because mm-hmm. how does the term gets into language is it goes viral? Yeah, you'd be like, forget that. It's, it's, well, it's what the industry does with like movies and all that stuff and it's what the industry does with comedy and, and music and everything they go know that song that's going viral you watch this instead yeah, 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 yeah. exactly so they want to do that with language like the things that caught on because they're catchy or whatever or they perfectly summarize what you're trying to say right but this is when they get wild they go brainstorm blindsided and blind spot they brainstorm like. was the one where I go, that's <laughs> insane <laughs> and they said the prefix blind is often used in metaphorical terms like blindsided blind spot and the blind leading the blind to describe the limitation of sight so i can see that being offensive to people who can't see says julie cashman <laughs> cashman. The, 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 cashman cashman's how good is the cashman, cashman as a name for a diversity trainer <laughs> the best you know is with, <laughs> the name's cashman with the uh, the brainstorm one is is so um, th- they said that the person Julie Cashman, a member of the disability community. So, cause you know, like she probably, this woman just had like a word limit. They go, okay, saying the thing, it's gotta be a thousand words, right? Okay. Like you get the word limit. So then she's like, okay, I got like the easy ones, spook, blah, blah. blah. And then she's like brainstorm. And then she has to call someone who's like a disability advocate and be like, who has yeah. a brain injury <laughs> and just say like, Hey, what do you think about brainstorm? And she's she had like, to call so she's many. like, what? <laughs> Do you, do you like the word brainstorm? She's like, what? Can I and get then, you on record being offended by uh, the word brainstorm? Brainstorm? And I go, yeah, my head hurts. And she goes, I'll put you down as a yes. I'll put you down as offended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to 
pop. I'm gonna pop you in the article. By the offended. way, I love this. I didn't even pick this up until I'm reading it right now. But just this line that she said, Julie Cashman, Cashman uh, <laughs> about about blind spot, where she goes, "I can see." That being offensive to people who can't see wow. must be nice. Julie. Yeah, that must be nice. Must be fucking Julie. nice that you could see, huh? <laughs> it must be nice that you could see. I mean, literally, Fuck you, that, Julie. that is Fuck you. That is the same level of offense. That sentence. I know. Yeah, you can as see. Blind star, you go, oh, you can see that that's offensive. Oh, it must be nice. Well, it's kind of that some idea people can't that, see, Julie. That uh, that's the same as when they're well. When they do the, yeah, you go, let's do a brainstorm here. And they go, well, it must be nice to just have a working brain. Oh, wow. I yeah, we work at a bank. <laughs> we have work to do. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's the thing with all of this. It's like some jobs aren't for some people. Like if you hire a roofer and he shows up in a wheelchair, you go, I I don't know if there must be a miscommunication here. And he goes, no, nah, just get me up there and no, we'll be good. No, just you got a pulley or uh, how are we going to get me up there? If you can get me up on that roof, we'll be good. You know what I mean? He goes, hey, can you just, once you get me up, can you just uh, lock my wheels? Otherwise, it's going to be... I've been talking about this good. a bit on stage, but there's the all-girl moving company. So I was saying, a.k.a. a terrible moving company. But it's like, has anyone ever been moving with their chick and being like, you should start a company doing this? <laughs> You're nailing it so much. Yeah, once, once the tears start flowing, like inevitably, <laughs> when she gets so frustrated with moving that she starts crying, you go, you know what you should do? You should start this a company. professionally. Yeah. And they, I was saying that, well, if... Uh, that's not sexist because they're worse at it. I go, if it's an all gay moving company or an all Mexican moving company, you had like a problem with it. That would be a bit of weird. This, but to be honest, if it's a, if I'm going to hire an all girl moving company, it better also be an all gay moving company. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah, you want them all in overalls. <laughs> yeah. All of them in overalls. They're straight from soft. They, they, like, they have softball, so they want to get it done quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, brainstorm. Arms. So if you go, uh, hey, would you guys want to do a quick brainstorm here? And they go, Wow, some of us don't have fucking working brains, and you go, okay, well, let me know which ones because I don't want them involved in yeah, the brain. Because we're gonna have to fire you. <laughs> you can't work here. Yeah, I guess if you if you're not capable of doing the brainstorm, we we'll probably have to fire you well, too. So it would be good to identify. Like imagine which. you're like at an engineering firm, you're like building a, a bridge, and you go, let's brainstorm how we can make this bridge stronger. And someone goes, some of us don't have working brains. You go, people are gonna die. <laughs> some of us don't have working brains, Danny. Yeah, the women. <laughs> When you say brainstorm, it's offensive to the women in the world that work there. We can't just use our brains, Danny. You ever heard? I of, want to know what this chick left on the chopping emotional block. Emotional intelligence on the chopping block floor. What got left out on the chopping? So yeah, the last one they said it was dumb and lame. They don't like, and that's offensive to women. The also. gypsy one is one of the few ones where I go, yeah, like I remember I was probably in elementary yeah. school, and everybody they've been say, trying to get rid of gypsy for a while. For gypped, and you go, and then someone was like, you know, gypped came from gypsy. And you go, oh, okay. Yeah. But then again, if you meet anybody who's had really any encounter with gypsies, you go, yeah, that's about right. Well, especially at that time, I guess, right? In no, no, no. Whether they're like talking... pickpockets or whatever. Oh, dude, or all over fucking Italy and stuff and like Europe. They're like, yeah, they're literally like people are like, like if you go to Europe, people are like, yeah, watch out for gypsies. I dated a girl that was gypsy and she was nuts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're <laughs> like, you know, Django Reinhardt? What? Django Reinhardt, the, the jazz uh no you've never heard of him? oh he's sick there's a movie i heard about him for, uh he's a super famous jazz musician from like the 30s or something there's a movie sweet and lowdown and it's with sean penn and it's about him but so Django reinhardt was like one of the best jazz guitar players of all time he had this like super like deformed hand and he was like a gypsy and they live in like these like trailers and he couldn't they have like they're kind of prideful about not having education like they're all just like kind of like they're very like street smart no yeah, yeah. and they're like very like we don't 
and he couldn't like and it's common that he's like he couldn't sign his own name like he's just like straight up can't and they're just like yeah we're you know we get we get by fine interesting but, but yeah, well, yeah musician's a good thing but if you are going to be a musician beware you're not supposed to say tone deaf anymore <laughs> they said no it's used to describe someone who's not able to distinguish musical pitch uh it could also be insensitive to someone who's deaf well the good news is they can't hear it so i mean honestly the, the, this type of per this woman cashman has something to say about that constantly is calling people tone deaf though that's like the lefty oh that's such a lefty move they, i can't use their own thing Pro imagine they got rid of their like problematic is problematic, yeah, 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 like, problematic you're right because they do all say tone deaf yeah they go that's pretty tone deaf and you go and then some, that'd be so good so they 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 they, they, if they're they, uh, Cashman's so good at her job that she just ha can't speak anymore. <laughs> That's like a bizarre world where they, she was. All these people were so good at their work that the only thing you're allowed to use is constant, like fucking and and the like connector <laughs> yeah, words. Right. I mean, this this chick's gonna ban problematic, and the moment she does that, it's just like a fucking she black puts herself out a, of a white job. hole opens up and just sucks her in. Cashman suggests that descriptors like musically disinclined instead of insensitive or other suggestions. So she says that instead of tone deaf, you go, that guy's fucking. And this isn't, we're not even talking that about guy be the singer in the person. band. Nah, he's a little bit musically disinclined. They like that instead. But of we're not deaf. even talking about like a person who's disabled. They just lack a gift or, but, or even online. Yeah. Someone says something, you go, that's a little bit musically disinclined. <laughs> but also you're like, if you call someone tone deaf, who's literally tone deaf, mm -hmm. But they're not deaf. No, tone, they're not tone, deaf. Tone deaf is just like you're not. Get is a real thing. You're not yeah. gifted musically. Yeah. You, yeah. Lots of people don't have gifts. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a crazy to be like. I mean, again, this I'll is. I'll tell you, who does have gifts are fucking goomas. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, wow. Keep your mouth shut, eh? <laughs> she goes. uh... Uh, so anyways, that's uh, back to the original thing. She says not all about being PC and then she says crippled and lame are the other ones that they don't like But that lame was always the lame and crippled was the best, best one because they go It sort of gives you the impression that like, you know, having no arms is somehow worse than having arms And you're like, yeah, it's objectively worse. Yeah, also lame <laughs> has not been used to refer to disabled or like whatever people for 50 years Well, they say some people just think of lame as a cool slang, you know, and <laughs> they think the cool guy is just saying lame, right? And they go around, but I don't think they really understand what it means. They just think it's some cool term. But for me, when I hear that, I definitely know what it means. So that'd be tough to just be in the know like that. Just walk around tormented and no one even knows. But right? like there's maybe a handful of people left on earth in like, who are disabled, who are so old. Oh, I'm lame. Yeah. My, my son's go, a little lame. <laughs> who are so old where they go, someone they hear lame and they're like. Like I've been hearing that my whole life. Right. No one's ever been heard lame of the No, in a nobody who, nobody in a wheelchair is like hears lame who's in any age under, <laughs> I don't know, seventy. Well, and their last one that we'll talk about is crippled and they go it's more of a verb, but they go what they said is, I've even seen this word used in the Bible. So the Bible has some problematic language. Yeah, cancel I mean, the Bible. Don't and even what get they me started on was, what the Bible says about fucking gay marriage. They want you to use the word disability or mobility issue. So do you think that I would? Do you think that would work if I say that Danny's uh, stock advice uh, um, dis, uh, mobility issued me financially? <laughs> Mobility issued. After, I've been listen, mobility issued. Listen to Danny's fucking uh, trade advice on Mudzu's fucking <laughs> mobility issued. <laughs> so, anyways, this is what these people are up to. I would honestly love to be a fly on the wall on, on this girl, assuming she is a girl. He'd be a she fat ass fly. <laughs> Ryan, that's. Uh... 
on the list. Ooh, it's on the list. You can't say that. Okay. Can't say that. It's on the list. Uh, but oh, I would shit. love to just be around her friends and like just see what kind of conversations they oh have. Oh my God. Because they do like first world problem. Like that's, I guarantee they're using stuff like that. I guarantee. Where they go first world problem. Well, we got a lot more to talk about on the Patreon this week. If you want to check it out, patreon.com slash the boys cash. Only you for, for the high value males. High value males over on the Patreon. People loving the high value males. Peace. Peace.